Welcome back to All About the Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Sargent Sr. Happy and excited to be here with you today. I think we're going to round it off in this one. So we got three more, uh, three more steps in our series. Nine basic practical steps that you can go through to start any business you can think of. And this is really just from a high level. I want you to understand that there's a lot more steps, a hell of a lot more steps that you have to go through in order to really start your business from from the ground up. Really, I'm giving you today some of the nine essential steps. Maybe I should call it the nine essential steps to starting a business. But either way it go, when you get through one through nine, you're going to be in a really, really great spot to take it to the next level. And also, I'll note here real quick that. I'm not talking about a brand. I'm not talking about starting a brand. I'm talking about starting a business. There are different steps that you go through to start a brand. And that's actually going to be the next series that I do on this podcast. Um, So you can tune in for that too. watch out for that. So the nine steps, nine essential steps to starting your business. And these are also practical are number one, write the vision. Number two, get educated and do research. Number three, decide on a business structure. Number four, research your name and business. Number five, get an EIN number or get an EIN because it's employee identification number. So it would be like number number, but (laughs) get an EIN. And then number seven is to write a business plan. Now, with a business plan, A lot of people get stuck here. People tend to think that a business plan has to be complicated. It has to be long. It got to be drawn out and it got to be this extra thing. And it really doesn't. I mean, a business plan, business plan can be very simple when you think about it. A business plan simply states, this is my business. This is how I'm going to run it. These are my products and services and how much and how much I charge for. And this is where I see the company going. And here's why you should invest in my business. Right. If you're actually looking for investments in the company, if not, your business plan is this living, breathing document that you have that kind of sets the tone and sets the foundation for what you're creating and for what you're building. Right. It's it's it shouldn't be something that you do once and you never go back to it. You should look at it at least once a month, especially in the startup phases like, yo, once you I know there's a lot of things on your plate right now with starting your company, but. Keep your business plan as the North face, as the North star. It's where you're working towards. Right. And it it is a future state as well. So it really kind of outlines what you plan to do with your business. It's a business plan. okay? and believe it or not, your business is going to go through phases, lots of phases, actually. Uh, In the end, it may not actually be the full idea of what you had in mind in the beginning. It could be something slightly different or something totally different and be okay with that. Be okay with the evolution of it, right? That's why I say your business plan is a living, breathing document, meaning it's going to change from time to time. And uh, so you just got to be okay with that. So a few components that goes into your business plan is an executive summary. Basically, is your about section, your mission, your vision. Uh, There's financial projections, There's your products and services section. There's your SWOT analysis. SWOT analysis is S-W-O-T. It stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Okay, so when you list that out, that's really like you becoming self-aware. That self-awareness, like 
to the utmost strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats. So you want to put your SWOT analysis in there as well. Also list out some operational plans. Uh, I mentioned before having an operational uh, agreement or operational, uh, really an operational plan, an operational document that basically says this is how we're going to run the company. Um, that will be very helpful. You can include that in your business plan and you can also include the opportunities, right? What are the, the growth opportunities for you uh, that's in the future that you see for your for your business? So really, again, a business plan is just this document that you're going to continuously update at least a few times a year to reflect where you are in your company and where you want it to go. And you can go to SBA.gov to actually write your business plan. I don't have a business plan template that I can give you. Um, I have one that I've used before, but I recommend going to SBA.gov because they have this guided uh, step by step uh, form that you can just fill out and you can even save it and come back to it later. And then once you get finished with it, you can download it. So go to www.sba.gov and uh, it's somewhere on the Web page. Just click to start writing your business plan. This episode is sponsored by Vicky Cakes Dairy Free Pancake and Waffle Mix. Bring your family back to the table for a light and fluffy breakfast. Shop now at VickyCakesOnline.com. And now, back to the show. Step number eight in the nine steps of getting your business started is to choose a business location. Now, um, you just have to decide here where you're going to be working from. Are you going to be working from home? Are you going to get a co-working space, like an, like an office space? Uh, you're going to have a dedicated office at a co-working space. Um, do you need a building for your business? If you have some type of physical product or, you know, if you do have a product, do you need warehousing right to warehouse that product? Uh, do you need distribution partners, fulfillment partners? Right. Think about those as locations as well. They're physical spaces, physical buildings. Um, if you're starting a digital business, then most likely you're going to be working from home or you can work from a co-working space. And if you don't know what a co-working space is, I'm really surprised. Um, and I'm not demeaning your intelligence, but I say that because co-working spaces are like everywhere. There are so many different types of co-working spaces in your city. So just Google co-working space in my city or co-working spaces near me and some will come up. I've had really great experiences working at co-working spaces. Um, I broke up with it for a while, especially with the pandemic. And then I kind of, you know, we rejoin back together. <laughs> so I go to this one called Maker's Gym in Frisco, Texas, and it's really it's really, really nice. So I really like it. Um, so you want to think about the location of your business. If you're a consultant of some type, then you may just need like some little small, little nice office and a desk, a couple of chairs. Um, and then you just may not need an office as well. You may work from your couch or work from your bedroom. And that's totally cool, too, because, you know, millionaires are made at home. I certainly believe that. I really, really do believe that uh, if you're selling some type of clothing or retail or physical products, as I said a minute ago, you're going to need some type of space to house those products. Is it going to be in your garage? Right. You just got to identify where this stuff is going to be at. Uh, if you have some type of manufacturing business, then you're going to need some commercial space. Um, so you're going to need to find you a realtor like we did with Vicky Cakes. I had to you know, find a realtor. We went out and looked at locations. Uh, we signed the lease. We moved in. I'm really simplifying the process here. 
because uh, it was hella hard. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I mean, I've I've opened businesses with physical locations before, but I don't know. It was something about this one. I, honestly, I think it was because it's food. I, I actually I know because it's food. Um, but I mean, we've had a restaurant before, so I don't I don't know. I just know with this one in particular, you know, we we're a food manufacturer, so it was just really difficult to get the correct information from, you know, the different people because I didn't even know really who to talk to um, because I would call one department. They would put me through to another department. Oh, no, you got to call this city hall or no, you got to call the health department. Oh, no, you actually got to talk to the state health board. And it was just it was all over the place. Uh, so it can be a little little bit of a runaround depending on the type of business that you're going to start. So you just got to understand what your particular needs are. And again, it goes back to that research phase, getting educated about your business and your particular business requirements. Um, you know, so another factor that determines where your business will be located is your audience, your target audience. Where are your customers? Where do they shop? Are they online? Where do they spend their money? Um, you know, wherever that is, that's where you need to be. So if you're into skiing, then you probably can't start that business in Texas. You probably need to be in Colorado or somewhere that has snow, right? If you want to sell certain types of products, then you need to be in certain types of places. Like I know of, you know, one of my, um, one of my relatives, I'll put it that way to, to protect his identity. He started, and it's so random, but he started selling uh, CBD products and marijuana, like legal marijuana. And I'm like, that's so random. Like why, you know, and the place that he wanted to do it, I'm like, this is not even the environment for that. Like you in the Bible belt, bro. Like you need to be somewhere else, you know, in a particular state or city that promotes that actually. So, but anyway, you just got to know, you know, where you need to be setting up shop. Uh, so that's a part of this whole process is identifying all of those different locations that you're going to need. And again, this may be super simple for you. You may be starting a digital business, starting at home, work from home. And a lot of people are. And that's totally cool. You can also write off some of your home expenses or your taxes if you're starting a business at home. So just remember that. All right. Step nine. Uh, I'll make this one quick. Apply for permits, licenses and prepare for your taxes because they can be a bitch. Uh, so all businesses, even home-based businesses, um, you need a license or some type of permit to operate your business and you have to charge taxes on your services. Um, there are services that do not require you to charge taxes on them, but for the most part, you do have to charge taxes and you have to pay those taxes. Um, and it kind of goes back to the EIN conversation as well. The, the IRS, they want their money. You know what I mean? They want you to charge the taxes and then they want you to pay the taxes. So it's really, really important for you to get your licenses, your business licenses. Um, and many of them have to be renewed every single year. So depending again, depending on what type of business you're in, if you're in a restaurant business, then you're going to need food license, uh, your handlers certificate. You're going to need a permit from the health department. You need a permit from the uh, from the fire marshal. There's so much stuff that you got to really go through. Uh, and we kind of went through that with Vicky Cakes. We were going to sell on DoorDash, but then we 
ended up not doing it because of all of the legalese that we had to do. And we basically had to convert our entire business from a light manufacturer to a retail, uh, a food retail business. And oh, man, it was just so many requirements that we were going to have to go through. So we decided not to do that. And we just remain a manufacturer, put the stuff in the bag and sell it online as opposed to actually cooking food there. So there's a lot of things that um, that you're going to learn about throughout this process of getting your permits and your licenses that you didn't know before. And let me just encourage you here. Be patient. Please be patient in this process because it can be really tough. You know, sometimes it can be tough to uh, to get this and get it situated and really know who to talk to and what information and even what questions to ask. You know, so just tell them, like, you know, I'm new at this. What should I do? What do I need? This is my business. What do I need? And uh, people will help you. People are very, very helpful. So that's all I'll say about that. But this has been a really, really great series, man. I'm so excited that I got the opportunity to do this because lots of people, I mean, millions, not just lots, but millions of people are starting companies and starting businesses and leaving their jobs. September was a record high for people leaving their company, leaving their nine to five jobs for many different reasons. Um, And in January 2020 alone, a half a million, 500,000 people started businesses, right? In 2020, year 2020, because of the pandemic, 4.4 million new businesses were started. So now is the time for you to start your business. And there's a lot of people out there just like you who are looking to start businesses and who are looking to transform their lives through entrepreneurship. So I'm here for you uh, to help you as a guide along this this treacherous, uh, exciting, beautiful, depressing, happy joke. <laughs> it's a roller coaster ride, man. I'm telling you, because it's it's really, really great. And it's as good as you make it to be. I'll say that it's as good as you create it. You can create your life. You can create your path and you can do this. I believe in you. Courtney Sargent Sr believes in you. I believe you can do it. And if you need anything at all, if you have any questions, please just reach out. Don't hesitate. I'm very down to earth and I'd like to have fun with it as well, as you can see. So um, if there's anything you need, just let me know. Signing off saying, listen, I love you and I wish the best for you. And there are bright, bright things ahead for your future. So just get started right now. Hang in there and you can do it. Let's make it better by going up together. I love you, my friend. Peace.